lightning. Inspirational. Powerfully refining. Powerfully refining. And unapologetically controversial. Conversations with the Royal Impress. The entire world knows the secret of who you are. Now is the time to step into your queendom and become the Royal Empress that you're meant to be. One woman at a time. Conversations with the Royal Empress. Now Akiva, she's the analytical Empress. Akima, she's the Empress that will challenge you. And Lakeshe Nadira, she's the Empress who tells it like it is. Now, straighten up your crown and be elevated through conversation. Conversation with the Royal Empress. Welcome to this, to this week's podcast. This is Dr. Hakima Jahad Muhammad. Joining me today is my fellow Royal Empress, Akila and Lakashe. Peace, everybody. Peace. Okay, I have to really talk about something that has, I saw this, this morning on Facebook. And it was actually, uh, uh, well, it was two postings. Uh, one was, I guess, a girl posted, I don't know. But it said, out of the four women, which one do you want? Which one would you rather have? And they, each, each picture got a woman that's basically butt naked. One picture is a pretty girl, and she's damn near butt naked. She just in bra and panties, and it says she can't cook. One of them is cooking, and all you see is the back of her, and she's got on underwear and a T-shirt, and all it says is she got seven children. And then there's one, and this girl, she laying in bed, legs wide open, like she got you know, little skimpy brown panties on and say she don't have no job. And then I forgot what the other one was. I think um, I saw that one. I think you, you saw was... that one. Mm-hmm. And then there was and then there was another another post I saw where this guy, these three girls or four girls was bent over and he's smacking their butt and then he dancing all behind them, climbing on top of them, jumping on another one. And I'm sitting here like and these girls are sitting here and then the last girl he jumped on while the other one's bent over. She laying on the floor with her legs wide open and he laying right between them. And it's like mm-hmm. this big boo-ha-ha in the background. And I'm like, see, this is what bothers me because these would be the same women talking about men ain't S-H-I-T or mad at you because you have a man. Or they'll ask you a question like, girl, what trick you did to get this man to marry you? How did you trick this man into marrying you? Or how did you trick this man into to, to claiming you as this woman or being in a fish relationship with you like it's some type of trick, you know. It sure wasn't a trick of none of them women did in that video because really ain't no trick to get a man to marry you. It's how to be a decent woman, a woman that he could take home to his mother, a woman that he could say, if I have a daughter with her, she would be a great example. Don't know, man, I don't care how much he chases horse-type women, he is not, he does not want his daughter to grow up to be one. So he's less likely to wife a woman like that because he's like, I want my daughter to be like that. I'm just taking advantage of the opportunity. She's a whore I don't want as my wife, but I'll sleep with her. I mean, you hear guys say this all the time. 
But then you have women walking around upset about this. But, I mean, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't, you can't have men wanting to desire you sexually. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere you walk, you want men to say, oh, look at her, look at her butt, look at her, look at her breasts, look at her. But then on the other on the other side of the other argument, you want him to respect you. It, it, you can't have it both ways. Either you want to be looked at as a sex goddess or you want to be looked at as a queen. You can't be both. Right. If, you, if you're presenting yourself as a tramp up front, don't, 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 don't expect him to respect you after you've, you've presented yourself in, in the opposite manner. I'm going to quote um, Alexandra Dumas that wrote uh, The Three Musketeers. Mm. Men's minds are raised to the level of the women with whom they associate. So if if you act like that, then you'll be treated like that. Mm. Men will rise up to meet you where you are, or they won't. Mm. Or they won't. Mm. And it's really just that simple to me. So some people think, oh, no, that... That's saying, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, but it's true. We we teach men how to treat us. This is true. And the problem is, is that we have started watching all of these things, and everybody. I used to say this years ago. Everybody wants to out freak each other. I'm gonna use that term. Mm. And they're looking for ways to to do this, to drop it like it's hot, to do this, to do that, and not understanding that. What makes what sets you apart if you just sitting out here trying to do everything that everybody else is doing? So what about women who would argue and say that I'm just being sexy, you know? I mean, what's wrong with me being able to be free as a woman and show, you know, the world what I'm dealing with? What do you say to that? Because, I mean, I, I know women who will be listening to this conversation and feel as though that, um, you know, maybe we're being a little too harsh because this is a world of freedom. You know, this is a world where women can wear whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want, you know, and call it being sexy. And what, what's wrong with it? I mean, that I want to show my breast and that I want to show the crack of my behind or, you know, I don't mind having a credit card swiped in between my booty cheeks, you know, as a display <laughs> for a video well, or just as a display for a, a record album. My, my um, what's thought. wrong with showing myself when you talk about being a free woman? Because, I mean, if I'm not allowed to, then doesn't that mean I'm being suppressed? Doesn't that mean that I um, am really being disrespected because I have not been allowed the opportunity, you know, to show what my mama gave me? <laughs> You can do whatever you want to do, but don't then look around and say, why can't I keep or get a man to marry me? The mm-hmm. um, the reality is is nobody is, is telling you what you can or cannot do. You have free will. God gave you free will. So you can do with it as you choose. But understand, for every action, there's a reaction. There's cause and effect. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so what we do, there is something that, that comes behind that. And... That's just the reality. That's the reality of the world. And just like you have the freedom to take your clothes off, somebody else has the freedom to talk about you for doing so. Mm. Or choosing not not to be with you. But the reality is you will get a man. 
Well, what kind of man? Well, and see that that that's where we go. But you will get a man. The question is, will you keep him? Will he he will he be exclusively yours? But I mean, you can dress like a saint, and that won't make a man be exclusively yours. So, the the reality <laughs> the reality of it is is that you have free will. Do with it as you choose. But I would just say that depending on what it is that you're looking to attract, based mm-hmm. that that's what you need to think about. What is it that I desire? What is it that I want? What am I trying to attract? If you're trying to attract a dog, and then then, then, then do what you will. Yeah. And you, you make a very valid um, and, and good point. If you're trying to attract a dog, then, you know, you, you want to – put out there things that a dog would be attracted to, like a bone or, you know, some flesh mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and other things. So, yeah, if you're trying to attract a baby, you know, who's used to nursing, then go ahead and put your breast out because every baby is going to think that it's time, you know, to suckle. Um, and most of the babies that I'm referring to in this case are the men who have not matured and who have not grown Actually, I won't even say men, but boys who have yet to become men who are still um, operating from their lower desires and have yet to rise to their higher desires. In my personal opinion, I believe that when you see a man who functions only below the belt or from the waist down, and in terms of what it is that his appetite is and if it is something that is, you know, of the flesh only, then you have a man who still has a lot of work to do. Not the type of man I would be interested in at all, because if a man is attracted only to that, I mean, of course, naturally, that's what you see first. But if that's the very thing that causes him to get with you as a woman and to make you his woman, um, to feel um, a desire to, you know, want to go further with you in a relationship, if that's the only thing that you have going and that he has going, then that's a relationship that's headed to disaster, and that's a relationship that cannot last long because there's no substance there. There's nothing that actually can hold and support the relationship. There's nothing there to buttress the relationship but a behind, but a backside, you know, um, and that is unfortunate. Yeah, I'm you know that saying, goes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That that goes back to, I mean, with the quote that you made, that just made me think of what the most honorable Muhammad said. He said, "Where there is no good men, there is no good women." So if 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 the women mindset is in the gutter, then your men mindset is going to be in the gutter. So you you could there's a brother that could be attracted to all of that when he's with that type of woman. Mm-hmm. If you put him around a decent woman, he could be decent with her, but be, be doggish with you because that's where, like you mentioned in your quote of, you know, you being, you appeal, uh, appealing to the low side of a man. It, it, that's, that's what you're appealing to out of him. That's something greater in him, but you're not trying to tap into that. You only want to tap into his, his lower desires, the low mm-hmm. part of that man. It doesn't take and you long. know what it goes it you're right it goes it just goes back to with the question you asked of what's wrong with that you decide what type of woman you want to be you can't be the devil and then want the results of a god it it don't work that way 
You know, you can't take a man away from God and think God and think that God is going to bless you with a man, his son, one that he made in his image. When you're the one that's taking, you're an adversary to God. You're taking the man off of off of God and you putting him on your body on some some low level of thinking. So why? But didn't God, God make the body? <laughs> yeah, he made he made yeah he I'm made just, the body for for your husband to enjoy, not for every man on the block to enjoy. And it's a <laughs> for a man and woman to procreate, not just on the on the physical level, but on a spiritual and emotional spiritual level high, as well. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be just so you can sleep with everybody and it just becomes something physical. That's just not what mm-hmm. it is. But that's what women want to make it. You know, if it wasn't for that in man, we'd probably be destroyed because man would destroy us. We're weaker than them. And they're natural conquerors. So that's a power. That's like a safety switch or a safety default default that God puts in women. Because men go, wait, hey, I won't destroy you because there's something in you that I like. There's something in you that, that captures my attention. Because if I didn't see that, I'd destroy you because you're oh, weaker well, than he's, me. He's, he's heaven. But... You said, what did you say? Yeah, that's, be- that's because that's because that he finds heaven with the woman. Um, All right, absolutely. I, so I was there, I was just saying that I think that because men are visual, that uh, there is going to be a certain element. I don't care what you wear; a natural man is going to be attracted to you. Period, and he's going to have his mind somewhere. Period. I don't care how righteous he is. I don't care any of that. And so even if you cover all the way up, his imagination is still going. And so it's up to you from a mental standpoint to raise his thinking and to help him to raise his thinking. Mm-hmm. And and you won't do that with your breast in his face. <laughs> uh, right. you, you just won't because it's going to be very difficult for him to focus when when he got some 36 double Ds in his face. It's just that that's just... <laughs> <laughs> and especially when we're talking about a natural man. So, right. and it is that my, you know, and some women will argue, well, that's not my fault. He needs to do this and he needs to do that. And it's like, it's so funny to me when I hear women say stuff like that because it's like, so now you want to defy the laws of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, you you want him to act other than himself. That doesn't mean that he has to be a dog and has to reach out and touch. He does have to have some self-control and maintain himself. They get no passes for that. Control yourself, but don't expect him not to look. Don't expect you to bring out in him what is naturally in him when you expose him to to, to that which he likes. And right. and that's what we that's what we tend to do. And then we get offended, and we want to say, "Well, why is he treating me like this?" Mm, well, um, <laughs> but you know, I told. I've told people, I've told my younger cousins and brothers, I said, just because a woman disrespects herself doesn't mean that you go and disrespect her. It does not mean that that's what you do. So we still have to put something on the man to say that just because the sister disrespects herself does not mean that you get to disrespect her too. But again, Mm -hmm. we have to understand as, as women that we do, we can command and demand from that man a certain level of respect. And depending on how you carry yourself, men will treat you accordingly. I have been out on the street with straight guys that you would think are thugs and hood and all of these things, and they are still, they're still respectful because of the way that you carry yourself. You know that common uh, 
<laughs> word that they say in Chicago, that line, Miss Lady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Is that a Chicago <laughs> thing? I think it's a Chicago <laughs> thing. How you doing today, Miss Lady? Yeah. <laughs> well, at least they said Miss, huh? <laughs> Miss Lady, yes. But, it, but there's something behind Miss Lady. Mm-hmm. That's the hood level of respect, though. Yes. They're not calling you a B or a whore or anything like that because you're carrying yourself in a certain manner, and they it, they automatically feel like, i got to show this woman some respect. Well, because when a woman respects herself, she automatically, naturally um, comes with a certain spirit and energy, and it naturally lifts men or whomever is around her up mm-hmm. because it forces you to look at me for what I bring to the table and not what it is that I'm wearing per se, but who I am. I had a man tell me one time, this is this is years and years ago, I had on this uh, long dress. It was a sundress, but it was still long, and that was before everybody got, oh, sundress, sundress. And the brother, I was walking into my mom's house, and he stopped me. He said, I just want to thank you. And I looked at him. I said, huh? She said, for having on some clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Ain't that so? Mercy, Ain't that mercy. And I looked. Yes. I was wow. like, wow. He said, you look so nice and so beautiful. Sister, thank you. Now, mm-hmm. let me say this. This was thug life. <laughs> okay, this was, this was one of the boys that hang on the block, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And, but... It, it, but it meant a lot to me to hear him say that. Now I didn't have on some loose long, I mean some loose quote unquote sexy sundress, so to speak. But everything was covered, and just to hear that, and I, I, I was, I had to be in my twenties when that happened, and so it made me to understand that men do appreciate that. But now, on the other hand, you do have some men, and I've had guys like this who like to put their women on display because they have that pimp mentality. Right. They, they like for their woman, they like to have this bad B on their arm to show the other guys what they have. And mm-hmm. that's some ego tripping type stuff. You know, I never understood that. Um, when I see a man who wants to constantly, you know, like you said, display, whether it's you going out and what is, what is, yeah, how your breasts out, yeah, I like it like this, I like it like that. What kind of man are you that you would want to prostitute your woman, your queen, the woman who is the mother of your children, whatever the case might be, and you want to show her and parade her to the rest of the world so that they can you know, gawk all over her. What kind of man is that? You're not too much of a man at all, in my opinion. I think you're a long way from a man, but yet you are an underdeveloped boy. That's really what it is. It, it, you're you're not fully one, developed. Well, that's the one that met a woman like that. So because he met you and you had a long slit up the side of your dress and he saw all your thighs and everything, why shouldn't you dress like that when you're with him? He figured that's how I met you. So now when I go around my boys and I told them what type of chick you was, now I want them to see what I what I told them already. So I didn't want to for you. Now I'm about mm-hmm. to come after you because I'm about to parade you in front of all these dudes because I already told them. Man, let me tell you about this chick I'm smashing. 
Well, well, I no. guess if you're presenting her in the sense of smashing her, then, yeah, I can see. But I'm talking about grown, AZZ men, grown men, you know, who very well may be married. And this is not just the girl that they're trying to exactly. necessarily flaunt around their, their uh, male friends or whatever. But this is a woman, somebody who they've made a commitment with, marriage or otherwise. And you feel comfortable exposing her. You know, it reminds me of, you know, like when you see children, or not even just children, but you can see anybody who, uh, let's say they're not used to having new clothes or they're not used to having new things. You know, people who drive big cars and they feel like, hey, you know, I want everybody in the neighborhood to see my car. I just got these shoes, man. I want everybody in the neighborhood to see my shoes. I want everybody in the neighborhood to see this watch. Why? What is the root of that? The root is that, in truth, you're insecure, you're not secure. You haven't been made secure as of yet, and the things, the material things, makes you feel like you are somebody. Thanks to my brother, Jesse Jackson, you are somebody. But in truth, you're not. You really don't believe that you are, so you have to have these things. And I believe when a man does that with his woman, he's not secure at all. He's very insecure, immature, underdeveloped and has yet to grow into real manhood because you're still operating on a low level with all the rest of the beasts of the world. You don't think that's because she was already like that? You can't. Now, she very well may already be like that, but I'm not, and that's, that's okay. a different, um, that's definitely a, a, um, a different, not a different subject, but I'm just speaking to the opposite of that, whether she was like that or not. But in most cases, yeah, she probably was like that. But for you as a man to, I mean, okay, when you think about a man, his job as a maintainer, a protector, just those two things alone, are you protecting your woman? by wanting and you actually desire for other men to look at her in this way? And there are men like that. There are men who absolutely That's... who absolutely want the woman on display. That's what they want. And she didn't, and, and I've known men who've done that and the woman didn't come to him dressed like that. He started trying to get her to dress like that. It's the same now, I know you see some of these sisters who, who who may have been nice, innocent schoolgirls and they get with the wrong man. And next thing you know, they on drugs <laughs> and everything else. So it it, it can happen in, in many ways. And so, yes, naturally, if if you come to him like that and all you are is the, is the bust down, as they say, then, of course, he's going to continue to be that way. But many men also will meet a woman who dresses like that, and then once he – it's the woman, oh. the <laughs> argument – trying to cover her up. Right, now you're trying to cover <laughs> me up, but you met me out here like this, and now you want me to change my outfit. And it's a reality. I had a girl tell me one time she wanted to give me an outfit to wear. I was ready to go out, right? And she said to me, oh, girl, I got this little tight outfit you can wear. I said, girl, I can't wear that. And she says, why not? And I said, let me tell you something. I said, if I put that on, as soon as he comes to the door, he's going to tell me you need to go change your clothes. And she started laughing, and she was like, well, I couldn't have a man telling me how to dress. I said, it doesn't bother me because I'm not trying to go out there like that. First of all, any man that, that, that is safety-minded and thinking about certain things knows that if he goes out with his woman and she's stopping traffic and doing all of that, that creates a, an environment that could be dangerous for him because now you got men disrespecting your woman 
saying things disrespecting you. So then as a man, now I feel like I got to defend her. And and all types of stuff happens as a result of that. Now the flip side is if he high-fiving the men that are looking at you and skinning and grinning, <laughs> you got another problem on your hands as a woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now the same example that you gave of that type of man, you know, who who because he's um, the woman's protector and, and he wants to make sure nothing happens or he doesn't want um, her to be seen on display, so therefore he suggests or strongly encourages her to, you know, dress differently, maybe a little more modest. In some cases, that is the reason. In other cases, it's just because of what I mentioned earlier. It's straight insecurity. Um or, you know, even jealousy. Now, I'm not talking about your, well, I won't even say average man who does that because in many, in some cases it's very legitimate. But in some cases you're dealing with the same type of underdeveloped man that you dealt with in this other scenario that I gave where, shoot, you can be wrapped up like you in the doggone uh, desert and he still has a problem with it because he's insecure in himself and just the fact that somebody even looked at you is a, poses a problem, but that's dealing with something altogether different. And yeah, that's another conversation. That's yeah, I think that's <laughs> altogether different because the insecure man is going to find every little thing that you do as a potential threat for them for another guy to walk yeah. in. He I think right here, nitpick will, be, will become so controlling because the insecure, I think that's a lot different than a lot of situations we discussed. Yeah. yeah, I just think a man is going to be wherever he's going to meet you where you at. He's going to meet you where you are. If he's you, a lowly mm-hmm. type woman, then he figure, oh, okay, um, okay, you a lowly type woman. That's where he going to be. He's unless he captain, unless he captain Saber. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, but it's what you say? Unless he does what? Unless he's captain save her. Oh yeah, oh, captain save her. I I said save her. I said same guy. That's her. the same guy. I know, I know. No, no, I, I was just trying to be politically correct. That's the same guy that'll meet you where you at, but then he'll be trying to change you later, like you mentioned earlier. Exactly. Which is mm-hmm. nothing which is nothing wrong with that but the, again, depending on the scenario, but the, the bottom line is is that there are no tricks to getting someone that is a good mate for you. Thank you. And dressing uh-huh. like showing everything. Men, most men, I think, and I don't like to really speak for men because I'm not a man, but it's been my understanding from men that many of them like for something to be left to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've, I've been told that. I've been told that a lot. They don't and want everything. And the thing about it, yeah, you, you both kind of hit it on the head earlier. If... When you have conversations, and I've had quite a few with men like you both have mentioned, they prefer that there is something left to the imagination. But when a person can, you can take a person that's not hungry and take them to a really good restaurant, and they may eat still, even though they may not be hungry. (laughs) The same is so for the truth for the man. If you flaunt it in front of him and you put it and shake it and you, you know, then maybe that necessarily may not be what he desires, but he may fall victim, (laughs) you know, because he is a natural man. So, yes, he may choose to um, say, well, hey, you know, sis, you know, man, that that show is cuter. Man, that that looks nice. 
Um, but his God self in him is desiring that you leave something, you know, not just for his imagination, but everybody else out there should not be able to clearly see, you know, everything. You know, there's that saying, why buy the um, cow and I can get the milk for free? And I can see how this can apply even in that scenario because if you're showing everything, all the nooks and crannies, all of the pieces of the, every piece of the chicken, side, the leg, the breast, you know, the wing, everything, then, you know, you've already exposed or you've already presented everything to me, so I've already devalued it. Why do I need to purchase it? Meaning, why do I need to take it to the next level with you? Because you're giving me everything and I don't even have to work for it. See, when something is a value, most of the time, when we have been given something of value, now just think about it, whether it's a ring that our grandmother gave us and she's no longer with us and it was something that was near and dear to her, I mean a necklace, whatever the case might be, something that we hold valuable to us, we don't just put it out there for everything else or everybody else to have access to it. We make sure that we keep that sacred. We put it in a place that is not as easy to obtain. We take it out of view. Maybe we may put it up, you know, um, in hiding even. But we don't just expose it because we don't want thieves, robbers, and other people who mean us any good to come and take it, take it from us because we do value it in the same way with the woman. Because we are valuable, you know, because we are precious, because we are royal, because we are the mothers of civilization, then we set a standard or a standard really has already been set for us. And with that, we must make sure if we really, you know, are talking serious or we mean business, then we have to put people in the uh, mindset of how they should respond to us. If I'm talking business, then I'm not going to come out, you know, necessarily and go to a business meeting in, in some, you know, jogging shorts and shoes, depending upon what type of business I'm talking. You know, I may um, decide that, hey, you know, for this, I'm going to have to, you know, put on a nice business suit or business attire. And so the same way with us as women, when we want the world to take us seriously, when we want our community to take us seriously, and when we want our men to take us serious and look at us for the queens that we are, then we have to first take a look in the mirror and make sure that we are representing or a reflection of that which we desire to, um, you know, be looked upon as. Let me ask you a question. I mean, because in other conversations we talked about the the competitiveness of the woman. Because to me, Mm -hmm. the scenario changes when other women are present. So it's more or less a competition thing. You know, I have to dress this way because I need to get attention from these guys because I'm competing with so many other women. What do you think about that? Do you think it's a, it, that, that needs to be taken into consideration or what? I, I, I seem to think so. It, it becomes a issue of competition. You're, you're saying competition with the other woman? As far as, right, as far as if, if, wow, what motivates me to dress provocative? 
You know what I mean? If I'm the only woman in the room, I can come there wrapped in a sheet. I'm the only woman. So all guys going to be on me anyway. But if I walk into the room and it's four other women in there, and if I'm feeling insecure as a woman, I feel like I don't have enough to offer a man internally. I don't see value in myself. So the only thing I, I feel that I can offer is to get your attention away from everyone else. I got to wear something like showing my rear end or showing my breasts or whatever. Do you think it's... Do you think that that has a lot to do with it? It just more, it becomes more of a competitive issue. What do you think? What do you guys think of it? Well, I, of course, there's competition because that that's the whole thing. When I was saying how people want to try to out freak each other, you you want <laughs> to be. <laughs> it just sounds so funny. I know. <laughs> but but that's the that's the thing. Everybody is in competition. Everybody is trying to find the latest and greatest things to do to show that they're the baddest whatever and I can get him and I can do this and I can take your man and I can do blah 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 but none of it means anything me and that blah blah again but none of it means anything (laughs) because what are you really getting what are you getting you it, it, it it means nothing it's the same way when 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 the movie came out, I think we talked about this in a, in another uh, podcast before when we were talking about uh, that girls trip movie, and mm. they talked about the whole thing with the grapefruit, and oh yeah, yeah. and and the supermarket was running out after the movie, women mm-hmm. were flying in there buying grapefruit. So I mean, I'm just saying. So we we are we are we're constant looking at. We are constantly trying to figure men out and figure out what men want, what men like, what men need, all of these things, and what we can do to outdo the next woman so that we can get the prize, we can get the man. And what we fail to understand sometimes is that we are the prize. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, We're the and, prize. And, and we need to come woman. for you. Let him compete to get you. Right. And I agree that there is competition for sure because there's competition whether the other woman or whether there's another woman present or not. Because in the case that um, Hakima mentioned earlier, you know, the woman, you can come in and do it with a sheet if there's no other woman around and you're trying to get the attention of a man, but why don't you? Why? Because you know that there are other women out there that may not be present Mm -hmm. and you don't want him to turn his eye and you don't want him to, or you don't want to feel as if there's something else that might be better than you. There's always going to be somebody more beautiful. There's always going to be somebody with a better shape. There's always going to be that somebody because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And we all have a different um, perception of what we think beauty looks like. So, yes, there is competition, even when the competition is not present. But I think that more importantly, it's the woman's desire. Um, she competes or she's, you know, um, putting herself or matching herself up to other women, you know, for the reasons that I mentioned, but it's ultimately because of her desire to be loved. She needs or wants the attention. And it's like, I just want somebody to pay attention to me. I just want somebody to love me. I just want to be noticed. And so if this is what it's going to take, because who doesn't want to be loved? Who doesn't want someone to pay attention 
to them. Who doesn't want to be chosen? Every woman does. And so this is just her way of saying, well, since this is what makes him tick, since there's another woman out here who might got something a little bigger, she may have something in her little toolbox that I may not, let me go and get a butt injection. Let me go and get some more breasts. Let me go and get some more hair down to my ankles, which I promise I've seen somebody who had hair down to their ankles the other day. Oh, my God. My husband had brought some high attention, but I hadn't seen it. There's um, someone who shares um, where, where our business is. They rent from the same space. And he said, hey, I promise you that her hair, I'm not exaggerating, he said it was down to her ankles. I think she was going to trip. And I just figured, yeah, he's not exaggerating, but sure, I'm sure he has it. Y'all, listen. <laughs> And I don't mean to get off topic, yeah. but her hair literally was down to her ankle. She had um, braids, but they were to her eyes. So I just wow. was, I was just looking with my mouth open, and she was waiting for flies to fly in because I didn't know what to say. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I would, I, would, I would say to anybody and to any other woman is the only, for myself personally, the only woman I'm in competition with is myself. Um, I know that's right. That, I, I, I know that's time. right. If I have to, if I have to feel like I have to win you or compete with another Mm-mm. woman for you, she can have you. I, I know that's right. I, I just, I, I, I mean, that's where, that's kind of where I draw the line. It's like I'm not, I'm not getting ready to to do all of that. And we all have ego. Mm-hmm. And I've been guilty of probably staying with somebody longer than I should have because I'm like, yeah, well, she looking at him. She ain't going to get him. I don't want him either. But that's ego. Mm-hmm. And and we have to transcend ego and realize that you are worth so much more mm-hmm. than all of that. There is no reason. There is zero reason. And and, and people can miss me with the whole uh, it, 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 population of always will men outnumber women and we men come on. Stop I don't it. buy into that. Just, just I don't buy it. into just that. Stop it. Just stop it. That's another yes, conversation. There are, there are, but there's, there are certain cities where yes, men do. I mean, women do outnumber men in some cities and in some cities it's the exact opposite. So it, it but we got this big gigantic world and, and, and let's be real. We got social media and all of these things. So you don't have to just meet men in your neighborhood anymore. You got an entire world of men out there, and trust and believe there are enough to go around, and you don't have to do that. There is somebody out there that is perfect for you. And here's the thing. You can do everything possible for that man, for you to to keep that man. You can do everything. You can do every single thing right. You can be a beauty queen. You could, I mean, you could do everything. And it still won't make him stay with you if that's not what he wants to do. So love you. Love you. Love you. There you go. Right. Just love you and know that the right person for you exists Mm -hmm. and you don't have to compete because you don't have to compete because he'll come. That's so true. I mean, all-time favorite advice to give, yes, because we – when we understand, and I believe you touched on this earlier, when you understand, you know, who you are, mm-hmm. there's no need to go outside of that box. Focus on who you are, understand that, accept that, believe that. And, you know, everything else that's, that you desire, everything else that is for you, like you said, it'll come. You don't have to 
You don't have to. Now, you need to work on yourself, <laughs> but not work on yourself in the sense of trying to compete with others, but work on yourself because water seeks its own level, right? It does. So you got to, you got to, you, now you have to want to, you have to like what you see. Right, right. So, I mean, I'm I'm like any other person. When I get up and look in the mirror, I want to like what I see. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I have to go and alter anything for that to happen. But good old exercise helps, <laughs> you know, things like that. But you also don't want to look in the mirror because somebody else has told you something about yourself and you don't like what you see because of what others have put into your head. So it's still right. a process of having to learn and we have to understand that happiness is an inside job. There is nothing mm-hmm. outside of you <laughs> that can make you happy. If you wait for a man, that's, that's so None true. of it. That nothing outside mm-hmm. of you is going to give you long-term happiness. It might give you that's something right. temporary. Mm-hmm. But in the long true. run, in the long run, whatever deficits you have, whatever insecurities you have, whatever that's inside of you that does not allow you to have long-term happiness, is going to creep back in because it will never sustain you what's outside of you. So even women who go and get butt injections and things like that, it's still just temporary because the the, the common denominator is you. So the, you whatever go. issues you had internally are still there no matter what you do externally. And mm-hmm. that's just something that we got to understand. So you can walk around if you want to with your booty out, with your breast out, with all of that kind of stuff, but it's still going to be something temporary. Because when you go home by yourself at, with yourself at night, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you still got to deal with you. That's so true. No matter where you, you go, there it. you are. And that, mm-hmm. that's why it's so important, like you said, to be happy with yourself. No one, not a man, not a woman for a man, can make you happy. Because if you're not already happy solo, then the only thing that's going to this going to do getting another or a, um, a mate, the only thing that's going to do is make it even that more um, ten times more worse, you know, than what the situation already is. Because now you are passing over and sharing your unhappiness, your miserable self with somebody else. So it's better to be perfect. Nobody can make you whole. <laughs> yeah, you have Nobody to come to can. the table whole. Yes. Yeah. You, you can. Right. You got this. We right, can enhance absolutely. each other, but we cannot make each other happy. Happiness is just is simply an inside job, and, and so mm-hmm. many people, they feel like they're not happy because they're not in a relationship or they're trying to do everything mm-hmm. to get this, and it, that's the wrong attitude to have. It, it, it really is because the, if you're happy, you're going to attract somebody that's happy, and if that's, you're miserable, you may you may even attract somebody miserable and and misery loves company. And it's a whole lot of people who get mm-hmm. together because they commiserate over misery. They, uh, they, they make and they might happy. seem, look, they might even seem like they happy in the beginning mm-hmm. because it's a front. And then a couple of more months down the line, you're like, but I thought that they were, Mm-mm. they were just as miserable as you. That's why they were so quick to jump on that other misery. Yeah. You know, it, it reminds me, you know, we're talking about coming to the table whole. Um, and and not expecting someone to make you whole, but maybe allowing and expecting for someone that's just to add on to what's already there. Um, it reminds me of a pie. You know, think of a pie. You have a whole pie already complete, ready and done, ready to eat, and you bring it to the table, and maybe somebody may have some extra toppings for that pie. Maybe they got a little whipped cream to add, 
you know. So that other person is just an addition to, you know, what you already have. It's not, they're not coming with another pie or they're not coming with a pie or half of another pie to complete your half. No. Mm-hmm. It has to already be present in the beginning. We and it has to complement you. So it's a compliment. A compliment, not a mm-hmm. It's like that whole, I know everybody <laughs> saw Jerry Maguire, and we love that line. You complete me. Now we're running out here. Oh, I need somebody to complete me. Hell, can't nobody complete you. You better come Mm-mm. complete. Because if you're yeah. 50% and I'm 100%, then you're ready to suck the life out of me. Because hello. Cup is not full. <laughs> hello. Hello. This is so true. <laughs> I know that that's so 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 true. We need to we and need see, to we come have on to be careful. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, real talk though. We have to be careful even with that extra um that other fifty percent because, like you said, if somebody comes with fifty and you got a hundred, now naturally I'm about to suck you for what you have, yeah. and that's unfair to me because now it becomes emotionally, spiritually, mm-hmm. physically. Financially draining. draining, you become like a vampire. It's just living something like that on on social media, and I said the vampire wow. energy vampires are are rampant. Yeah. They are, yeah, they sorry. are Re- relationship. Re- yeah, they are. Because it, it, yeah, we 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 better make sure that we. Take care of ourselves first. Do what we need to do for self. And then, trust me, if you're not ready, you shouldn't even be looking. If you're not ready, and that's male and female alike, if you already know that you're broken, geez, if you know that you're broken, you better get somebody to help you fix yourself. Because I think it's disrespectful and it's unfair. It's so unfair for you to actually, for one, expect somebody else to fix you. And then it's unfair for you to invite somebody else into that madness and that foolishness that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Because nobody wants a part of that. Take care of yourself. And then at the end, it'll be better. It'll be more pleasant. It'll be a more peaceful convening of the two. Because both will be able to come together with something. Don't nobody like you coming to the table. That's like somebody coming to a family outing. You know that one person that comes for Thanksgiving or whatever the other holidays are or uh, an event that you may have, a party, and they, don't, they never bring anything, but they eat up everything. <laughs> that's what you're so, right. You know what I'm talking about. They come, and they got they plate. What, oh, what y'all cook? Oh, your mama makes some good peach cobbler. Whatever the case might be. So you fixing your plate, eating up, but you haven't bought a thing. You, as a matter of fact, you didn't bring anything last year or the year before. That's just terrible. That's wrong. And, you know, in a relationship, it's the same thing. You didn't bring anything to the table in your last relationship. That's why it ended. Hmm. And now you seeking yeah, another they one? Yeah, huh? they did. They brought, yeah, they did. They brought a big booty. They brought big bread. They, they sexy. They sexy. You know how, you know what I mean? It's unbelievable right. how people think that's something that they brought to the table. I had a chick mm-hmm. tell me her stuff was so good that ain't no man going to leave. I said, so why you ain't got no man now? I said, so obviously the man that, the man that you had, that wasn't good enough for them to stay. So it, mm-hmm. it's some people's mm-hmm. mind, they think all, they feel like that's them. what they brought to the table. You may keep mm-hmm. for a while. But it, it's it's not a long term solution with with nothing else there, unless he unless 
he's just a superficial man. Right, and I was going to say, and, it depends and, on what and, kind and of man. But see, that's not even a man. man. Right, it depends on what you got. And and that's what we're talking about. What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you're trying to attract? Because there's plenty of there are plenty of women who are like that. And see, cause, so it's hard to tell sisters this sometimes when you see some of these very wealthy men with the bimbo on their arm, and you know, that's who's there. And they live in they're living this wonderful, beautiful life that many it sisters want. That way. And and right, but you because you don't know what emotional problems and struggles these people are going through. You don't know what kind of hell they are living. See, we look at people and think, oh, they have money, they have this, they have that. They must have this beautiful, beautiful life, and you don't know the hell. Mm-hmm. You don't know the amount of drugs that they may be taking. You don't know the amount of alcohol that they may be drinking to to soothe the pain of having to sleep with some man that they really don't even want to sleep with, but they want the money. Mm-hmm. That's a sad life. Oh, but we don't so know. But life. we don't know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot that goes along with that. Everything that shines is not gold. And so the question you have to ask yourself is the quality of life that you are looking for. What is it that you want? And I guess if you out there and all you care about is the money and whatever and in good times, then, I mean, hey, then knock yourself out. But what kind of life is that? What kind of life and if, is yeah. that? Right. But you got or if you out there and that's all you care about is butt and behind and cheeks and all that, then what kind of life is that? But again, there's some people that's enough for them. Well, it's, it, it, well they people, say it is. They say mm-hmm. it is because I don't. Because again, you're still seeking something that's outside of yourself, and we already know that long-term happiness does not come from outside stimuli. It just does not happen. Those are temporary fixes, and you still got to live with the demons and the darkness that you have inside of you. It does not go away. Right. Lovely conversation with Conversations with the Royal Empress. Join us next time as we have more hot, sizzling conversations, things that you want to hear. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. Tune in next week for another enlightening conversation. For more information on the Royal Empress, please visit the website royalempress.org. You can also follow the Royal Empress on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations with the Royal Empress is a subsidiary of the Royal Empress Organization. All rights reserved.